0: Because Money was originally recorded as a video podcast, so there may be visuals that don't carry through to this audio-only version. Please visit becausemoney.ca to see the show notes, related links, and more. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Because Money podcast. I'm Jackson Middleton, one of your hosts, joined uh, with uh, Sandy Martin, who is in black and white right now. And uh, yeah, we got Kyle Privo as well. And we've got our special guest, Tom Drake, today. You can't throw a rock on the internet and not find a website that Tom doesn't own. This guy owns almost every every finance blog in Canada. Tom has had some part of. But anyways, I'll let you uh, let Kyle tell you more about Tom and uh, what he does and how he makes money, and we're gonna have a lot of fun today. So yeah. here we
1: go. Tom's given me Justin and I, my partner, a lot of help as we started. So I uh, affectionately or sarcastically, depending how you look at it, call him the Godfather of Canadian personal finance. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Tom started this whole online empire thing uh, before I could legally buy a beer. Uh, So he's been doing it for a while. Um, He's now growing his uh, sprawling multinational conglomerate uh, to include a lot of the leading personal finance blogs in Canada and a couple in the USA. And perhaps what I find most impressive about uh, Tom Drake's rise to the top is that he's managed to do this uh, on the side. He's got a full-time job. Um and uh, it's it's not like a it's not one of these full time jobs where he gets to go there and not do a full time job it's like a real full time job and he's also uh, uh, raised a young family as he's been doing this so uh, thanks for coming on Tom
2: thanks for having me
1: so I think what what every married person out there wants to ask is. Uh, what sort of conversations did you have with your significant other Um, when you started this online thing and you were like, yeah I'm gonna be putting in uh, several hours, many nights uh, several nights a week and it will all work out Um, and it has worked out, but sort of how did those conversations go Tom?
2: That's a good question. Um, First of all I didn't have that conversation at first I just decided I'm gonna start a blog and (laughs) so I I started it up uh, uh, early 2009 and I didn't think anything would come of it. I I figured at best it's a a tax deduction. And uh, it was just something fun I wanted to do. So I waited about a week or two, and then I told my wife, uh, her girlfriend at the time, that, uh, look, uh, I've got this... uh, this new site. What do you think? <laughs> At First, she's like, "Well, what's the purpose?" <laughs> because <laughs> she, she really didn't get the idea of of a blog, really, let let alone the one on personal finance. But uh, I thought um,
1: chicks dig personal finance bloggers. Oh, no, um, that not true. It's
0: yeah, <laughs> 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 not my reality. Nope, not there for
2: me either. So we're all on the same page. Uh, so so yeah, it's um, it just kind of uh, evolved from there. It really was uh. More hobby than business, though I knew enough that as a business, it would at least be tax deductible.
1: Cool, and and so uh, we've had some conversations back and forth. Um, I sorry, I just had this weird flashback. I watch a lot of football right now, and the online guys or the guys that talk over always like we were talking this week about talking about if the quarterback had talked about, and it, it's just replaying in my head. But you and I have chatted, talked about. Um, the relationship uh, you and your wife have in terms of splitting up work and uh, just work-life balance as sort of a family unit as opposed to like as individuals and, and it works for you guys so what's sort of the secret sauce in the Drake household?
2: Uh, well first of all, I basically I consider it two full-time jobs. I, I've got my, my day job as a financial analyst and then uh, in, in the evening after the kids go to bed I, I, I do the whole blog thing. Um, Liking both of my jobs makes it a lot easier. Uh, I really like the blog job more, (laughs) but uh, it's certainly um, it's easier to stay up for it. If you're working 60 plus hours I I hate to actually calculate it, it could be up to 80 sometimes (laughs) in a week. Um, If you didn't have a certain passion for it, I don't think dollars alone would make that work out. I don't think I could do two. Full-time real jobs and make it happen. <laughs> it just it just wouldn't be there. Um, and then my wife, uh, well, at first she was working, but once we had our first kid uh, after the maternity leave, parental leave, she decided that we didn't need her to go back. Uh, obviously, that's a full-time job in itself too, <laughs> with uh, with two kids. Um, when we were looking at it, it just was a case of uh, you get the childcare, especially once we had the second kid. Uh, given her salary, it wasn't going to give a whole lot anyway, so it's not like it was this huge sacrifice in a way. Uh, it just seemed a lot more effective for me to put more effort in on, on my end and go with what was working than to have her almost start from scratch a bit back in her job. Um, it, it, it just It's just how it worked out. She has been doing a bit of, uh, she's an esthetician by trade, uh, so she's been doing a bit of uh, makeup jobs and uh and eyebrows and all that sort of stuff so she, she's she's starting to get the entrepreneurial bug as well. Oh
1: that could be dangerous two entrepreneurs in the same house. I don't I don't know if, <laughs> there's like enough oxygen for for all that but um so like obviously you uh you you're right up front with saying you know I don't sacrifice time with my kids. I come home we have dinner together. I I uh I have my family time. And then, uh, you've got a great quote that you use about sort of your working hours um, and when you do your damage. I, I forget the exact words, so I'll let you throw your philosophy out there. But
2: oh, I wish I had it. It's not my co- quote. <laughs> it's uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, but um, if I can paraphrase it a little bit, it was uh, that, um, how'd that go? Basically uh, it, something about, it was related to people that uh, basically say they can't find time to do something else and and the the quote was that 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. is plenty of time to do damage so <laughs> there's uh there's basically time for a full-time job um in the evening <laughs> and uh, without without getting in the way of family or anything like that and that's why I like the quote because it wasn't 4 p.m. on it was it was 7 p.m. so <laughs> yeah. but literally I get that window with my kids we have dinner play games play toys whatever and uh, uh I put them to bed with my wife and and then I Go to
3: it. Do you stay up till two o'clock in the morning? Sometimes. Um, <laughs> Holy moly! <clears throat>
2: I'd, I'd say an average is one. Uh, so two o'clock. It does get a little a uh, little tough. <laughs> but uh, um, I've told Kyle before, though, I, I I don't think I'm at the point now where I'd, I'd say I'm necessarily proud of how little I sleep. I, I think it's yeah. almost become a, a hit to the productivity. Uh, yeah. If I had a goal, it seems like an impossible goal, but uh, I'd like to get to bed at midnight. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I think, if I could get out of that that sort of downward spiral, it would be, uh, it, it would be helpful. Where I'd probably end up being more productive and still accomplish
3: the same amount. But
2: do I'm you? Not, this
3: not where I'm at. <laughs> this might be totally tangential, but do you? Are you a kind of a morning type person? Or, so do you find that you have the energy to work during the nighttime? My word.
2: Uh, I'm an evening guy. If if yeah. I didn't if I didn't have a day job, I'd probably work till three or more and uh, wake up at ten a.m. Also, if I didn't have kids, I guess. But <laughs> oh, see that right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: stop you because I work from home. I do the the online stuff, and I've actually started getting up between four a.m. and five a.m. So that I've got all those hours before my kids wake up, because I was staying up till the 2 a.m., 3 a.m., but then my kids are going to wake me up at 7. They're, I'm yeah. up at 7 regardless. There's no sleeping in till 10, because they're on you. But yeah, <laughs> I get up before them, and I found that very successful. Yeah, it is it, it,
3: fun to get up in the morning.
2: <laughs> See, I, I don't get up in the morning well. Um, it's uh, I get up because I have to get up because of the day job, but... Uh, um, and the kids, true. Seven o'clocks uh, lately. Yeah. It's been six o'clock, but <laughs> the seven o'clock sort of a magic time where uh, you're guaranteed to have that kid alarm go off.
3: I remember actually talking to. So I work from home too, and I remember talking to somebody two, three years ago now when I was just starting the business. We would we had these calls every week. It's Jason Hall from. He's in Texas now. I think he started so my financial answers. I think you probably know him, but he um. <laughs> He told me one time, uh, if you're not getting up or staying up late, then you're doing this part-time. Like, if, you're not, if you don't have the time during the day, you have to make it somewhere, and for three years now, I've been getting up at 5 o'clock every morning, and it feels like the best time in the whole day. Like, oh, I can have a coffee, and it's hot by myself. Amazing. <laughs> Everything else just comes with it. Like, oh, yeah, I also do work then, but the coffee's hot, and there aren't really any kids yelling at me, which is quite refreshing.
2: <laughs> That's the same way I feel in the evening. Um... Certainly, there's times where uh, you got a sick or cranky kid, and they, they wake up again, <laughs> maybe ten o'clock or something in, in the evening. Uh, my, my wife certainly covers that. Then <laughs> I, I'll help get them to bed, but uh, she'll make sure I get that that block of work time.
3: Do you? So you were saying that your goal is to get to bed at midnight. Do you think now? I mean, obviously. You, since 2009 things are a lot different in the amount of time that you could potentially put into all the things that you're doing. Is there some, is something going to have to give? Do you feel that coming or has it come already? Or uh,
2: what, what I'm doing to, to get around that a bit is just changing how my business looks. Um, you guys mentioned all the, the sites I own. One thing I'm trying to do is, is kind of merge them up and, and just have a little less to work on. Uh, but same traffic, there's no loss there, but uh, it's, it's less maintenance, it's less time spent, it's it's just also less space in my head. <laughs> it gets to be too much stuff that you're constantly thinking about, so I'm trying to get a little bit minimalist in my business as much as I can. Um, even in my life uh, productivity hacks and stuff has, has become my new obsession of <laughs> trying to figure things out and, and, and streamline it where I can.
3: Hmm. So, what's something that you can think of? Sorry, Kyle. What's something that you can think of as a lifestyle hack that you've tried that has actually been working for you?
2: Uh, things that keep me focused have been great lately. Um, like the—I'm going to pronounce this wrong—but uh, Pomodoro technique or Pomodoro technique. It's—it's it's basically uh, the 15-minute intervals or 20. Uh, 20, I think. Maybe 20, even yeah. 25. I don't—I don't know if it's always even rigid about the time, but—but but certainly, yeah. You have got a moment. Of focus, and then and then five minutes of of a break, and then you go back in kind of thing. And just having a a clock to work to like that, even if you made it up yourself. And I'm just going to work solid for an hour. Um, it it just it keeps you a little more laser focused. Uh, uh, another neat thing for productivity I did recently, and it, it seems a little too new age for me, but it actually seems to be working. Is uh, uh, brain.fm. It's a it's a neat site that. They have sort of this sometimes odd music, but it's it's basically a, a science-based thing of of uh, focusing you. Obviously, there's no lyrics in the music. It it does sound very new wave-ish, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, uh, I, I didn't. I, I just thought I'd give it a try, and it's amazing. Um, and also on the the point of trying to get sleep, they also have a, a sleep setting, <laughs> which is a whole different set of strange music. <laughs> 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 I just poked, I just poked that site open.
0: That looks pretty awesome. Sleep, focus, relax. Um, have you been listening to? Have you checked out Chris Bailey at Life of Productivity no, in I Ottawa? Don't. No, That's, uh, I don't think so. No. To feed your obsession, that's that's kind of where I've get some of my life kind of productivity hacks. He's he just wrote a book called The Life of Productivity, and he did a year of productivity where he's dedicated an entire year to just learning how to be more productive, and then he wrote blogs about it. You should totally check that cat out.
2: Yeah, Anyways. someone someone actually mentioned this to me. Um, I, I remember this this the site now, but I never actually checked it out. Just at a conference, uh, someone's like, "Oh, you got to talk to this other Canadian and check out their site." I, Totally slipped my mind, so I'll have to, to make sure I actually check it out this time.
1: My new productivity hack is to listen to people with kids and their schedules and what they have to do, and then not have kids. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's making me feel quite lazy. Um, so I will uh, get my butt in gear, since I have no excuse, clearly. Yeah, now <laughs> wins
0: the internet now. He wins the internet with that comment. <laughs>
2: It would be a good time to lay as much groundwork as you can because uh, I know you're newly married, uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if kids are around the corner at some point. Yeah, um, yeah. my dad hopes. But, yeah. uh. <laughs> uh, the more you could do now, that's one, if, if I had uh, something I wish I could turn back the clock on, I wish um, I had a clue about this stuff. Um, part of the reason I got into personal finance to begin with was because we had a kid on the way. <laughs> so by then it was a little too late to really uh, get, get into um, any really productive time then.
1: Yeah, uh, so you talked to him about, um, we, we were looking at, have you reached a point yet where you feel something giving one way or the other? And I know this sort of devil and angel on the shoulder interplay has been going on for a while. But uh, why haven't you just, like, lived the dream, like these guys I see online, like whether it's the four-hour work week or, like, the Pat Flynn or all these guys who, you know, they give speeches about just jump, just jump and it'll all work out. Uh, uh, and they use all these buzzwords and then they try to sell you their, like, spreadsheet or their whatever. Why haven't you just become one of these guys that, that sells the dream? Why are you still working uh, at your big, bad corporate job there?
2: <laughs> um, there's certainly times I want to just jump, Uh I think lifestyle-wise, it would be nice to maybe be the one at home uh, that I can pick the kids up and stuff, uh, and and my wife could go back to work to to add a little stability at the same time. And we'll probably get to that point. Uh, but I don't know. Lately, one of the reasons I still do it is because I can. Like, it's yeah. as as long as I'm not feeling like I'm about to break because <laughs> I, I think I I push on. Um, it also gives some safety, uh, obviously. Uh, but uh, I know a lot of the entrepreneurial types you mentioned. They, they, yeah, they say go for it. But I'm personal finance first, <laughs> and and anything yeah, yeah. I can do to protect my 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 worth, kind of thing. I I don't see the the point. Um, if if I ever got to the point that I was making so much more money at my on my business, then okay, maybe but uh I, I make more on my business than I do on my day job, but it's 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 not just massively raining in that I can just uh make it rain and uh <laughs> quit my job but
1: uh yeah, I know my students all the time because occasionally I will try to uh um, Gain some street cred by showing them something I've written uh, in Globe and Mail or in a magazine, which never works. Uh, for one thing, <laughs> like half the class is like, who can, Globe and Mail? What is that? Like, it's yeah, not kids possible. don't read that. Do you, like, <laughs> give me a break. Um, it's not a list. I'm not clicking on that crap. Uh, but yeah, uh, so occasionally I will try this, and they're like, and then the ones that do pay attention are like, why are you teaching? Like, you're you're writing, and it's like, yeah, I wrote this for free, uh, <laughs> or, or I got paid you know, the same amount of a half day of teaching. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, a, it's harder than people think to maybe make that jump. Or um, And you talk about the entrepreneur versus the personal finance. And uh, I always have that battle in my head, too. Of the entrepreneur is like, uh, you know, go try all these things and throw yourself into it wholeheartedly and see what happens. And, and how can you even call yourself an entrepreneur if you still have a job? Um, yeah, Jackson's raising his hand. That's what he does. He's, he's the man. I'm still like, no, I'm, I'll dip my toe in, but I'm going to, like, hang on to the edge here with my benefits plan and, uh, you know, all these nice things about um, sort of being, being a teacher. So it is, I, I think it's a unique thing uh, for each individual to, to sort of break down for their own, like you mentioned, kids and a family, and I think that alters the equation. Uh, I don't know, Jackson, what was, like, the driving force for you?
0: I just simply can't work for anyone else. I don't like people telling me what to do. So I've always (laughs) found my own thing. But no, I think Tom nailed it when he said, you know, he's personal finance first and he's going with what works for him. And that that makes a lot of sense. I found that when I finally accepted who I was and started doing things that I was comfortable doing, and like Tom, I think you nailed it, Tom, when you said, because I can't, because this is what I still can do. I realized very quickly that I can't work for other people, and it's not a bad thing. It's just I'm not wired that way. I will work for 16 hours, six days a week, on my own, doing my own thing, and I'll struggle for you to tell me what to do for two hours a week. Same money, I'll choose to work for myself. I just know how I've wired, how I'm wired, and have kind of figured that out. So if you're personal finance first, and that's where you place your emphasis and your value, great. But for me. I put it on freedom being able to do what I want when I want to be my own boss and I'm I'm hardwired entrepreneur and I mean so much so that we moved out to the island and we live as hippies on a commune on the side of a um, on the side of a mountain with chickens. It's crazy. But Love I'm it. loving life and I'm doing what I want to do and nobody's telling me what not to do. So kinda having fun and just doing it.
1: You should write a book like the eighteen hour or the eighteen day eighteen hours a day work week. Like, as as opposed to the, the, the more Hey, don't popular. get me wrong.
0: I, I, I like cooking, and I like doing other things better than working, but I'll do what I need to when it comes down to it.
1: But. And, Sandy, you sort of have, like, a gray area blend, right? Because, like, sort of your side gig sort of blends in and gives credibility to, like, your full-time income, or how would you describe it?
3: Uh, it is my full-time income. So I blog as an ancillary activity for my financial planning business. <laughs> right. But um, I wasn't... I didn't I'm not an entrepreneur at heart. Like I was never yearning to watch the bank account for like when the next deposit was coming in or anything. I, I'm not. I'm not a risk taker. So the idea that I'm doing this now five years ago I would have laughed at myself and yeah, thought it was an alternate universe. But there was a time when I was self employed doing this and my husband was self employed in construction and it was insane. It was just too much. So now he's he's self employed as a house dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. That is ideal. Jackson mentioned uh, freedom and one thing I did find lately is is, is with the business doing slightly better than, than my day job is my stress level at work has gone down a lot. <laughs> so I I I don't have the freedom wise of my eyes. I'm just showing up whenever I want, but where I used to get stressed out, now it's not that I don't care about my job, but it's, uh, it's it's just a different feeling of it. Like I can be in a room of people completely stressed. Worried about whatever the latest crisis is in our work, and uh, it it just doesn't seem to, I don't know, affect me. I can be just fine.
1: Yeah. So um, it's it is interesting how each each of uh, of us has sort of created this their own like in like uh, unique approach to balancing this stuff. Uh, one thing I wanted to note Tom, uh, and just so we know, Tom's might be in and out here a little bit as we figure out some technical issues. Um, did you anticipate in two thousand nine so you were one you were if not the first one of the first few uh sort of personal finance blogs and and really probably one of the first blogs in almost any niche to actually make some money um did you foresee sort of did you uh, did you want to turn this into a side gig or like sort of at what point did that evolution happen
2: uh can you hear me okay now
1: yeah, awesome,
2: okay. I switched to a different mic um uh it it's a good question i I don't know um when I sort of noticed how it was going to become something more, because it really was an evolution. It's not like I don't have this huge spike of traffic or income. It, it was this this slow build, and even some drops, <laughs> and then it would go back up. Uh, so it, it really just kind of happened. It's like when you look at your kids, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're a lot taller. <laughs> it's not, it's, you, you don't notice it sort of as how it happens. How old
1: are you now? <laughs> <laughs> Cool, so uh, did you, like, at what point were you like, man, I'm going to make a lot of money off this, and then you really, like, was there, like, a motivational curve? Like, you were super motivated, and then you didn't make a lot of money, and then, or sort of the money came in, and then you were like, man, I want to just do this.
2: Yeah, um, once once it started becoming really consistent, and, and certainly bigger amounts, um, it, it does help the motivation. <laughs> <It's>, uh, uh <laughs> I don't think I could have done it this long, it's not terribly long, but um, for for years w- without uh, without something coming back to me for sure. Um, you mentioned sort of from your vantage point, I'm one of the first uh, sort of sites in Canada, but really there were quite a few before, but a lot of them have come and gone and that's mm-hmm. probably due to lack of income, that you just can't keep doing it forever. So. Kind of by attrition, I've <laughs> become one of the the uh, more established bloggers over time. But I, I when I started, I was reading blogs. I, I read six different Canadian blogs, and only one of them still stands. Really,
1: that's that's interesting. So there's like a keep plugging away moral in there somewhere.
0: Well, yeah, like, no, you just, you're just definitely plotting. That's that's totally it. You're 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 a plotter, and that's. That's the coolest thing out there. I mean, it's funny because how I first found out about you is I sat around my house and thought, I'm going to buy some really <laughs> cool finance blogs. And I started doing GoDaddy searches, and you owned every site that I said, <laughs> man, I want to own that one. And so I mean, I've had following you for a while, but I mean, you've been there like right from the start, and you keep going. So that's totally cool.
2: Well, that, that was another thing I was able to do to build too is because I had the the income at my day job, money I made at the business didn't necessarily, I wasn't relying on it to pay the bills. It, it was, uh, I, I could reinvest it back into buying sites and and all sorts of fancy software and stuff like that, but uh, it, uh, nowadays I'm getting better about trying to actually make sure there is some extra income for us, and not just putting it all back in, into the business, but for the first five years probably, I, I probably didn't really pull any money out of the business.
1: I, I picture you, Tom. Tom and I are both UFC fans. I picture Tom cutting like a UFC promo, being like, "Embrace the grind. It doesn't just <laughs> happen overnight. You gotta want it." Or like some something uh, all cliched and sportsy like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I was before? just gonna say that it,
2: it makes me picture this one image. You probably have all seen it, uh, maybe, but uh, where, where two people are kind of digging a tunnel, and one stops, and the the other's just like. A, a fraction of one more dig and they kind of hit this this pile of diamonds I think it is uh, be, because if you if you stop you don't really know what's next.
1: Before we
2: uh, we say goodnight here
1: I wanted to ask all you uh, family folks sort of if, if you had any like tips off the top of your head for some of the people out there that uh, you know are looking at doing something on the side. Maybe they they're into this personal finance thing now and they want more money to invest their day job is, you know, they're working towards a promotion, but it's just not cutting it. They want to earn some money on the side. What's some tips to, like, balance that out? Uh, I know Tom talked a little bit about how he does it. How, how can you, aside from waking up at, at 5 uh, a.m. or embracing um sort of hacks, is there one thing that you were like, oh, this really actually works quite well, and and my wife or husband is happy with it, and it allows me to do X, Y, Z?
2: Uh, for me, I think the the biggest thing, when when I hear people say they can't do anything. Not, not necessarily if kids are not, but the idea that you, you can't do anything, but these are the same people that say, oh, I, I had a long day at work, so now I'm going to watch TV for five hours. <laughs> and that, that it drives me slightly crazy <laughs> that, that they don't see the available time. And yeah, you don't have to stay up till 2 a.m., you don't have to wake up at 5 a.m., but even like three hours a day would be <laughs> just an amazing amount of time that you could put into something. And and some people just say, nah, I don't have any time, I, I, I'm i busy all day, and it, it's just not true if you if you looked at what you're actually doing.
0: Isn't that the other Gary Vaynerchuk famous quote, stop watching, lost?
2: Yes, yes, uh, yes. that actually is him. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: stop watching, and then a big old swear word, lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's one of his best lines. It's like, wow, you don't have time? Stop watching, lost! And it's just... <laughs> I remember the first time I heard it, and it's like, I think I was actually watching Lost the hour before that I watched it. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. And yeah, for real. So it was, yeah, SmackDown.
2: Yeah, I've, I've become so, I don't know, anti-TV in a way that I won't watch new shows. We, we have some shows, and, and I need some time to spend with my wife, so we we will watch like one show an evening. But uh, people at work will say, oh, you gotta watch this new show. I'm like, no, I'm kind of just waiting for my shows to get canceled. Like as a, as a, as another show gets canceled, we leave it at that.
3: <laughs> Wean yourself off of them.
2: See, yeah, exactly. and of course,
3: I'm always I'm always going to say this, but if if somebody is sitting at home saying, "I I want to start a side business or I, I need to make more money," my first question is never, "Well, how are you going to do it and what's the li- what are the life hacks you're going to put in place?" Or, "Why are you still watching TV?" It would be, "Why are you doing it in the first place?" Honestly. Like the it seems like a, it for somebody who's never even thought about it it seems like a wonderful idea I'm just gonna go out and make an extra thousand dollars a month um, but I would say if the amount of work that you have to put in the amount of your own just personal energy capital and then maybe some of your own you know investment capital that you would need to do it I would want to know why do you feel like you need to do that in the first place not to say we'll start making your own toilet paper and then you don't have to make more money I don't mean like spend less and then you don't have to worry about this as a question but um yeah, I, w- I would definitely ask why you feel like you need to do it before so compare, telling people to go start.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, compare it to uh, why do you need it and and maybe compare it to why not go work for someone else. If money is the only factor, like Tom said, you know, probably even now with, like, a fully developed company, if Tom put in all those hours working for someone else, he could probably come pretty close. Or what do you think, Tom? Would you would you actually overshoot um, working for someone else? Uh as a, in terms of income coming in uh, it's it you were saying it's it's more of a passion or it was at least at first right
2: yeah like if, if, if you didn't have a passion for for what you do it, it would get uh, it just be impossible the, the the dollars only take you so far <laughs> like if yeah. if uh, like this is basically what sandy said like if, if you don't have a reason for doing something then the money alone' not going to do it yeah, it's yeah. funny cuz
0: that just that nails that was my point when you were going to roll it around to me and say Kyle you were going to go Jackson what do you think? I was going to say you got to do something you're passionate about. I mean, if you're not passionate about it, forget it. You will not follow through. So, if you can see yourself doing it consistently without generating income and the act of doing it itself is worthwhile and brings you joy in your life, great. Just be smart about it and figure out how to monetize it. But if it takes five years, great. But yeah, I mean, side businesses. Yeah, if you do it just for the money, forget it; you'll fail.
1: So Tom, before we uh, wish everyone a Merry Christmas here, uh, why don't you tell us, and we'll give you like about seven and a half minutes here, so you can go down the entire list of where we can find uh, Tom Drake.
2: Uh, well, C- Canadian finance blogs, obviously, the the most. Uh, the site I'm most known for. It is the one I started with. Uh, but I've certainly spread out. Um, uh, createhype.com is is sort of where I cover some marketing stuff. Because it's kind of been an ex- a bit of an exciting thing for me as, as I build the business. Uh, and, and there's a slew of sites in the States that I have not merged to anything yet, so I'm trying to figure those out. Um, but personal dividends, stupid cents, uh, even financial highways, mostly American-angled. Uh, yeah, uh, Money Mastermind Show, uh, I'm on there with Kyle, <laughs> so i uh, got to give that one a shout-out, and there's probably a few more.
1: <laughs> so if you type in money and Canada, Tom will be like six of the top nine results.
2: I haven't tried that.
0: But. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. The first 78 pages of Google all time. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take a little Christmas break. Uh, so this will be our final episode, and we will see you again uh, January 12th. Until then, on behalf of uh, Sandy and Jackson, because Money would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays.
0: Goodbye. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Because Money is a labor of love and involved no ads or other sponsorship. Be sure to click the like or subscribe button where you downloaded this from, as we'll help other listeners find the podcast and raise our profile, which in turn makes it easier to book guests.
2: Please visit becausemoney.ca for show notes and related links.